Aloha, welcome to Succeed with Soul. I'm Natasha Lindor, your guide to gathering the courage to be who you really are. Get ready to lead, love, and live on your terms. I confess that I went through one of the most challenging, hardest things in my life last year. And what it taught me was that next level goals require next level growth. And that next level growth is not what you would expect. So how do you go after creating the life that you want without driving yourself insane or going batshit crazy sometimes when things go totally unexpected? You set your goals and loosen up on the how. Why? So you can succeed with soul. So in 2016, when my husband and I decided to change up our lifestyle and move to Hawaii, we expected that we were going to find a place and we were going to have this really nice experience living in Hawaii. Of course, there were going to be stresses and that we would go and do our thing, but things were a lot different. A lot of unexpected things happened. I had set a goal, uh, several goals that year for 2016, and a few of them were to go deeper in terms of my work with clients, the coaching work that I was doing, to work on even opening up and expanding my intuition and how I use it in my daily life and in my work, and to improve the physical connection and intimacy in my um with my husband. And so I set these goals and I thought, okay, great. I'm going to my coaching school, had a master's program, figured I would do that. Um, you know, maybe do work with an intuitive coach or, you know, do something else to work on the intuition. So I kind of had a plan on how it was all going to go down. But instead, this little girl showed up on my doorstep. And it was a very... She was extremely hurt and sad and defeated. And in case you haven't figured it out by now, that little girl was me. Shortly after moving here to Hawaii, I had these memories of abuse, of physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse. And it was so painful because it was such a stark contrast to what my life was like the life that I was trying to pursue here I was making this big move and ready to take things to the next level and I was being haunted by these awful memories and feeling so scared and fortunately in one of my masterminds um there was a therapist in the mastermind so I hired her and started working with her and you know, kind of in, it was one of those things where in your toughest moments, support is always there. You just kind of need to look up and and see what's around you and ask questions and be open to having help. So in working with the therapist, um, you know, she helped me unpack these emotions that I had and really started to feel the places where I didn't love myself, where I was scared to really be me 
and was living a watered down version of my life because I'd been carrying a part of me and been carrying this pain. You know, this little girl inside me was so hurt, didn't feel wanted. And it was just really sad. And there were times that I felt angry and had to make some really tough decisions so I could heal. And one of those tough decisions that I made was to stop talking to my parents. When I called them and shared with them my experience of what I was remembering and the vivid scenes that were coming up, basically I was told to pray you know, pray and then those memories will be taken away. And I mean, I'm all for prayer and everything, but prayer doesn't just, you can't just take away your feelings and emotions and feel like pretend they never really existed. Um, You know, and then, you know, the other part of it was, you know, my parents are like, oh, we took care of, you know, the the guy who had abused you, you know, um, we made sure that that would never, you'd never be in a situation again like that. And yeah, so physically I was okay, but the scars were there. You know, I remember my husband even saying to me one time, you know, when we we're in bed together, he said, you know, have you ever been raped before? And I was like, no, you know, no, I, I had no recollection. But these really clear, memories that came up really proved otherwise that I had a whole different past that I wasn't aware of and you know in talking to my parents they confirmed you know the details of you know what happened but you know growing up in a culture where you know they grew up in Haiti Haiti is a, a country where it's a you're in survival mode you know, they did everything they could so they could move and move on and create a different life. A lot of that is just pushing forward. And there's not a lot in terms of acknowledging how you're feeling. It's more like, okay, get your physical needs met. Make sure you have food on the table, that you get to work, that your clothes are clean. And there wasn't a lot of time, even when I was growing up, for the I love you, that, okay, this was painful. And, you know, are you okay? That compassion was totally not there. And through my healing process, through feeling the sadness, through feeling scared, through making that little girl whole again, I realized, and as painful, as shitty as it was, I mean, there were times when I was like literally crawled up in a ball and I would feel scared and there's no reason for me to feel scared. I mean, live in a really safe place. I have an amazing husband who's so supportive. But there were days like the door was open and I'd be scared and I'd be like, okay, we need to close the door. I don't feel comfortable. Close the windows. But there was no logical reason why. And through feeling those feelings, through sitting in that shit, I realized a couple of things there you know when I would tell the story to some people and they'd be like wow that's really awful so awful what you're going through and it was awful what I what I was going through but deep down inside 
I, I remember even telling my coach, you know, there's no way my business coach, I told her, you know, there's no way that I'm going through all this for shits and giggles. There has to be a reason why all of this is coming up now. And when I started working with a spiritual and soul coach, uh, Kalina, who's amazing, amazing, amazing Hawaiian healer, and shared with her what happened. She's like, yes, this is exactly, she wasn't surprised at all. Allegedly, people, when they move to Hawaii, this is this land here or the energy here on the island is very caring and known as the heart chakra of the planet um, or the, you know, the, yeah, the planet. And so she wasn't surprised this came up. And when I moved here, and I realized, you know, now that it's, you know, I've been going and healing and, and processing all this stuff that when I set those goals to work on my intuition, to work on the intimacy in my relationship with my husband, to take my, my work with my clients to the next level, my healing process was allowing me to do exactly that. I show up in a completely different way with a lot more compassion and this lightness and joy that I never imagined, you know, I was all, you know, I was very happy, you know, I had a lot going for me in terms of my life when I was, when I moved here, but there was this part of me, you know, feelings buried alive never die. And this is why it's so important to Feel your feelings as you're experiencing them. Feelings can't hurt you. They're just things for you to learn from, to feel. It's part of being human. And so in my healing process, there were so many lessons that I learned. And and just to share a few of them with you, you know, I learned that self-love is the most powerful thing you can have for yourself. To be able to love yourself, to see yourself as broken, because I felt broken. I mean, I felt there I felt there was a part of me that didn't feel wanted and, you know, that felt like I was damaged goods, that I, you know, had like this guilt and shame that came up from the abuse. And it was really hard to cut myself off from my parents so I could heal. But I realized that as long as I could completely and truly love and accept myself, no matter how uncomfortable I felt, that I would truly be okay. And that amount of compassion for myself, I learned it wasn't easy. Like, trust me, there were days when I was just like, why am I doing this? I don't need to do this. Like, I would rather be healing through something else. But just letting, and I was like, but I've got goals. I've got numbers to hit for the business. I've got, you know, but I let that stuff go and just focused on the fact and trusting that all this shit was coming up for a reason and leaned into it and through leaning into it and chilling out on the how things were all going to come together and just trusting what was in the moment in front of me I achieved my goals absolutely 
you know, my relationship with my husband is more amazing than ever. My um, intuition is definitely a lot sharper and I'm so much more connected in that way. And the work that I'm doing with my clients is even more impactful and I'm showing up differently for them as well. So set your goals and loosen up on the how because shit will come up anytime you reach for your goals. It will get uncomfortable. So, and this is true sometimes the bigger your goal is or the more that you need to be prepared for the next level. Wherever you're sitting right now, when, you know, without having your goals, let's say you're looking to be in a relationship and you're in your comfort zone without the relationship right now and then to move out of your comfort zone to get the relationship, you might think, oh, okay, I'm going to go on an online dating site or I'm going to hire a coach. Your decision to change your situation is going to bring up a lot of shit. And it's stuff that you need to heal through. It might be small things like, uh, you know, confidence or being comfortable putting yourself out there and being rejected. It might be dealing with some big, ugly memories from your past. It might be dealing with the voice in your head that says, oh, you're not lovable. You're not enough. You need to change your hair color so that more men will be attracted to you or whatever. Stuff is going to come up. And I know what you're thinking. You're, you're telling me that you're, you're like, Natasha, you know, how am I supposed to go about getting what I want without a plan? You know, is it just going to magically appear if I'm going to let go of these hows and um, I'm just going to just trust myself? Like, how is that going to happen? I need to have a plan. Now, here's the thing. You absolutely can have a plan for any goal that you have. If you want to be in a relationship, sure, have a plan to put your profile up online, go out to um, speed dating events. Um, If you're growing your business, put together a business plan, whatever. But just don't force the plan. You know, I remember when I was in uh, grad school or applying for grad school when I first decided that I wanted uh, to be in grad school. And uh, and actually, I thought that I wanted to get my MBA in real estate development degree because there was a guy, an older guy, who was getting ready to retire from his very successful career. And he said, wow, you have such great energy. I think you'd be really great in this industry. And I was living in Los Angeles at the time and had applied to grad school there. And I had gotten on the wait list. And so I was like, no, I know I'm meant to be there. I already picked out what car I'm going to get um, when I'm in school and like what my even my job is going to be while I'm in school. I had it all worked out. I did not. I refused to accept that I was on this wait list. So I went to as many events, student events. I even met a couple of students who wrote letters to the admissions committee telling them how wonderful I would be into this program. So I'm putting in all this effort to get into this program, and I didn't get waitlisted just once. I was waitlisted three times before I was denied. And guess what happened shortly after I got off that waitlist and was denied? I got promoted, ended up moving to Chicago, and then ended up 
going to grad school, applying to grad school and getting in without any delay. Everything just kind of fell into place. So it's about dealing what is in front of you and trusting your intuition. So you need to have this idea of what you want, but chill out on the how it's going to come back, come together. I got into grad school. Had I chilled out on how it was going to come together, I would have been a lot happier, a lot less stressed. I would have even sent my friends in, um, you know, they save them grief, you know, hearing me complain about it and being stressed out about it. So set your goals and loosen up on the how. Now, if you're somebody who loves plans, this might seem really crazy. So let's talk about how exactly you go about setting goals and then detaching yourself from the how so you can succeed with soul. First, you want to set your goals by writing them down. You know, visualize when visualize your goal as it's happening, trusting that your goal is going to happen. So a lot of times people write down their goals and then they write down the whole plan. You know, let's say if you're trying to lose weight and it's going to t- you think it's going to take you three months to lose all the weight you want to lose, you create the whole plan for the three months. You have a very specific re- you know, way of how you see it going down. Instead, set the goal, write it down, you know, what your end goal is, and trust that you are going to get to your end goal. And start to feel into it, you know? So this brings me to the second tip. So you've got your goal written down. You're, you're trusting that it's going to happen. And the second part here is to pay attention to what you're feeling. So there's three tar- types of intelligence. You've got the rational intelligence, the uh, emotional intelligence, and your intuitive intelligence. Your logical intelligence is the part of you that wants to write the entire plan down, you know, like me with my grad school example, Um, of just writing everything out and, you know, having that plan and then pushing, pushing, push, push, push. Your intuitive intelligence, this is the part of you that always knows the answer. It's the part of you that knows, gets the gut feeling or you write down your goal and all of a sudden an idea will pop into your mind or uh, the name of somebody will pop into your mind or you remember about this this class that you saw, um, you know, if you're writing down to get healthier, you remember about this class that you saw that you wanted to take. Um, so pay attention to what's coming up intuitively, not just the logical stuff, because the logical, if you stay in the logical mind, you will overthink, you will keep yourself stuck, you will go in circles, you will create frustration. You'll still, you may very well succeed and achieve your goal, but you're going to create a lot of stress around it. So when I was going through my healing process and starting to feel again in this really deep, compassionate way, a lot of my, um, a lot of what I was doing was a lot of intuitive feeling into things. So one of the things intuitively I felt I had to do was take time away from my business. Logically, it made zero sense because as I shared with you, one of my goals was to grow my business. And 
And I had just gotten this amazing opportunity with a major media company. So all these things were falling into place. But intuitively, I felt like I just couldn't do it. I couldn't create. I just didn't have that passion. And so I was like, all right. Then I take that intuition. And I logically, I'm like, all right, I'm having a hard time letting go of this. Who do I need to have a conversation with? So I reached out to my coach, my business coach, had a really good conversation with her so I could have my mind at ease that I could be able to give myself what my heart needed. My heart needed space to heal. And uh, I talked to, um, I had really great business partners. They were really compassionate and giving me space to be able to take off. Having conversation with my husband because things needed to change around the house for me to be able to take time off. Having those conversations, using my logic to help me have those conversations made it possible for me to do what I needed to do for myself, do what I was guided to do. Which brings me to the third point here. So, so far you've set your goals and you have written them down, you're visualizing it happening, you're the end goal, you're trusting that it's happen, going to happen. You are paying, you're dialing into what your intuition is telling you, guiding you to do, and you're using your logic to help you get there in a way that feels emotionally good and supportive for you. And so this third tip I have for you is to go after the new wacky opportunities that might not seem to make sense in the moment. You know, when I was, uh, I remember sitting in the park, just chilling out, was feeling kind of low, uh, feeling really sad, you know, one of those judgmental moments about like, man, why now? And I remember I was just sitting there and I thought, hey, you know, I'm going to check out to see if there's any yoga classes going on right now. And I looked and saw there was this yin yoga class, yin yang yoga class. I'd never taken one of these things before. And I read the description. All of a sudden I felt like this really big emotional connection. And I'm not really somebody, you know, for a yoga class. I'm not overly emotional about (laughs) a yoga class. But I just felt like I had to go. And it started in 15 minutes. And I was like, okay, I think I could walk there in that time. So I rushed to this class. As soon as I get to the class, the teacher had a bowl with all these different words. And in the bowl, I pulled out the word understanding. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly where I need to be. And I I ended up taking that class and that class ended up being part of my healing journey. So, you know, things that in that moment didn't make sense for me to be like, oh man, it might take me longer to get to this class. Maybe I go to it next week or whatever. But I took the chance. I trusted myself. I went to the class and ended up being extremely um, important part of my healing. So set your goals and loosen up on the how. And we talked about some very specific ways that you can do this. The first is to write your goals down, add in as much detail about how it feels, the end goal part of it, and trust that your goal is going to happen. And to help you get to the, um, you know, the execution part of it, pay attention to what you are feeling. This is going to guide you to your part, your immediate next step that you need to do to make that goal you just wrote down happen. Tap into your intuition. What is coming up for you when you think of that goal? And then use your logic to get it done, to execute. 
And when you're when ideas are coming up, don't be afraid to seize the crazy opportunities that might not seem to make sense in the moment because those are the ones that could be the most powerful for you to achieve your goals with so much more joy. You deserve to live a life that you love, to lead, to love, to live on your own terms. And sometimes that's going to mean that you're going to go after things that don't make logical sense. And that is perfectly okay. You do you. You do what you need to do for you so that you can achieve your goals. This is Natasha signing off the Succeed with Soul podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you liked what you heard or have questions, join me on Facebook in the Succeed with Soul Facebook group where you'll get insider information to live, lead, and love on your own terms. I'd love it if you'd pop in there and let me know how you're chilling out on how to achieve your goals and succeed with soul. Or if you have questions, we've totally got you. Remember, you always have a choice about how you create your success. I'm here to help you succeed with soul. And if you want some visual inspiration to succeed with soul, check me out on Instagram. Come say hi and post your pics with the hashtag succeed with soul so I can be inspired by you and so you can inspire other people and we can all cheer each other on. Until next time, succeed with soul. Live, lead, and love on your own terms.